the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Liberty in America is under assault. We no longer live in a reality that includes property rights. We're no longer the kings of our own castle. We no longer enjoy the true benefits of capitalism. Instead, we're negotiating our rights with our own government. This isn't how our country was founded. These aren't the ideas of our founders. It's time to seize back our country. This is the Liberty Hour, where these important issues will be discussed for the sake of America's future. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Constitution in the other, here's your host, Sean Thompson. This is the Liberty Hour. Now, I tweeted out, Macbeth, that this is going to be a Father's Day extravaganza. I have to tell you, I gave that some thought. And, you know, I know you, and I met the kids and the wife, and I see you, and my friends that uh, I've been hanging around with for years, guys that come in the cigar store. And you know what irks me about this holiday? It's the same thing about Mother's Day. You have to throw out the happy Father's Day. The reality is, about 18% of all fathers are actually fathers. They're actually sacrificing, working, paying for their kids, school giving them the tutelage that they need in their years, guaranteeing they won't be susceptible to this communist soiree that is overtaking our country like a tsunami. So there's about 18%. Yet you have every Tom, Dick, and Harry. Happy Father's Day. Well, how do I know you're not blowing your money at one of these uh, Bill Brady-owned ghetto casinos with the video poker games at the racetrack throwing the food money away or at Rivers Casino losing your shoes? you got to say Happy Father's Day. So here's what I say, Macbeth. To all to the, to the 18% that are doing your job, happy Father's Day, you selfless, sacrificing son of a gun. You're a hell of a man. To the rest of you scumbags trying to blend in with us, I, I hope you get hit by a truck. What do you think of that, Macbeth? I don't think there's any reason to ruin a perfectly good truck. All right, fair enough. I like it. But I'm watching, uh, so on the uh, Father's Day extravaganza, I'm blessed. I have my, my wife's very big family, and they're all good guys. You know, you go over... And, you know, it, the nice thing about this section of uh, uh, Italian families, this little part of Italy that they must be from, they like to eat and get out of there in like 60 minutes. The whole thing. Dessert, coffee. All right, are you done? Get the hell out. You know, my brother-in-law is not very friendly. So I love that. So I spent a little extra time today watching all of the Sunday shows. And I have to say, I tried really hard not to get dumber during it. So I drank a lot of coffee, smoked a lot of cigars. I appreciate you not blowing and I would, up my email with Sunday show clips. And I didn't, right? Because yes. it's Father's Day. You did. You were and very I, nice today. And I, I, you know what? I would, I would flip back and forth between some enlightenment philosophers then back to the Sunday shows. Because you don't want to get too stupid. They you watch them those? all in a row. Oh, yeah. Buddy, I've never seen those guys. You've never, you've never seen you. I've never seen an enlightenment philosopher. Oh, no, Google. Everybody baby. I see is a dope. Well, they're Maybe all that's dead. just me. John Locke. Oh, okay. You did, okay. You didn't you know, say living or dead. Little I and Rand. They're all, right. all dead. All right. Fair enough. So you have to uh, view them in perpetuity. No, that's the wrong word. What's the word? You know what they say at the funeral? What? Perpetual. Whatever. 
Um, so that's the same basis perpetuity. There, we'll, we'll go. What, with what it. word were you actually you know looking why? for? Let's get into this. I watched AOC. Oh no. Oh, did you see her today? Why? She's making up words. She's got that Valley Girl hum when she speaks. <laughs> you know how you know how they everybody like that's fourteen years old. See, your daughter is young, yes. but you're going to see as she brings home friends. I see. They it all, all the do time that. Too, like you know what I mean, and you know that Valley Girl hum. That no, we've they already have. got that seven. We've already yeah, we've already dealt with that. So she's pretty much there. And then making up words, kind of like Trump, fantastically, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah, I like making up words. Uh, fantastically. All right. So it Why was not? a fantastically uh, interview that I watched. That's a fan- and it was, I'm not kidding you. No, that's not just making up a word. That's that's using an adverb in geez, an incorrect place, man. It's just hard to get through. That's As she paints you this utopian picture. But she said something that was very telling in it. And as you listened, I also listened to, to Bernie Sanders, which is like her grandfather version. And then they had um, the Mr. Rogers, Pete Buttigieg, which I I hope to God they run this Pete Buttigieg because he would he'll lose by my my bet to you is a Cecil. Remember from the neighborhood, a Cecil. I bet you a Cecil that this guy loses by 25 million votes because his 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 full virtue with that Mr. Rogers side saddle sissy way he's got going. It is going to get destroyed. Because they all have this same phony math and assumption that Medicare is great and it's very popular, as Bernie Sanders says a thousand times. It's only popular because it's for people on welfare and we have millions of them. That's why it's popular. The old people that have it, they can't afford because they're in retirement. They're getting screwed by the Social Security you told them would be great. And most of them didn't put their money away the way they should have because they thought they had the phony social security and they can't afford other options nor and they've been swindled so it's not there's a difference between popular and successful and i find this very upsetting so bernie has that talking point aoc openly and notoriously says there will be no billionaires in her economy that we will tax them into oblivion she said a blanket statement this is hard for me to do because you didn't hear it about Amazon and Bezos, that he underpays everybody. Right. So her limited keyhole knowledge that she has from looking through that little keyhole to try to uh, paint an entire Mona Lisa shows you how dangerous she is. Well, it's not just a keyhole because there's a distortion, right? She's actually looking through the little uh, the little eyepiece in the hotel door. It's, Gives you a big fisheye thing, distorts everything. Everything's a weird size. It's, it's hard to listen. It's like Greenland at the top of the map. And the only, you know, as I'm listening to this, I'm driving in my car, smoking a cigar. I'm ready to chew on the steering wheel. And I just say, wouldn't you love it? Now, now, Bezos did the great move of he was going to put it in her district and benefit all the people. She went after him and he said, now I'm not going to do it. I don't think it was in her district. I think it was next to her district. Next to it? Yeah. Fine. Whatever. Now, now, my offer to you is this, the Michael Corleone. Nothing. Good luck. Now, now have fun standing in the soup kitchen lines. It almost, I wish these guys would get together one day. All these people they threatened to go after, all of the successful entrepreneurs. Just all moved to Singapore? Lock the door. <laughs> Wouldn't you love to see the Walton family? Nobody can come in. Nobody goes to work. I sit here, smoke a cigar, and run around with all my stuff. Yeah, how many people wouldn't be able to feed themselves after three days if all the Walmart shut down? 72 hours. Yep. You'll have the AOCs. They'll be throwing them in a boat, shipping them back to the Soviet Union where they, where they really, their ideas came from. Now, to play devil's advocate, you say, well... You know, the only reason that's true is because Walmart, uh, you know, tried to shut down all the other competition. A lot of these places, they're the only choice. Well, that competition had higher prices. 
That's that's how it <laughs> goes. So, it is so painstaking to keep defending a system that has made this country the most economic, powerful country in the shortest period of time. Yet, for a hundred years, politicians of both parties have impugned their true progress in the name of this phony utopia. And it is sold by both parties. That's the real despicable part. And what I'm what you're going to see is that it is very hard for the Elizabeth Warren Dutch boy lookalike that she is to run as a centrist or to run in, in, in some sort of the middle. It is very difficult for the Democrats to recapture the working Democrat vote because Trump did it by stealing their policies. And what will come to light is that there is very nuanced differences between Bernie Sanders trade and Trump trade. There is very little difference between Elizabeth Warren, phony baloney, health care for all, and Donald Trump's I'm going to take care of you. And the problem I have is that we, the people who do not want to partake in this socialist nonsense, like Illinois, by the way, for you people listening, you just saw Republicans celebrate the Illinois budget where everything's going to be great. Now, it's the same thing coming to you on a national level, and I'm finding it infuriating that we cannot pick up on that or defend that. Now, on the other hand, we have a torpedo attempt to, in my opinion, illegitimately impeach Donald Trump. See, I can have those two, those two thoughts. I can reject Trumponomics, and I can understand that at no point should you try to uh, investigate, impeach, indict, whatever you're trying to do. And nothing has pointed that out more than the George Stephanopoulos 30 How hours. How dare you compartmentalize? I, I I have to do it. And now, do we have time, Macbeth? I want to just... We don't really have time for a clip. We can get Tom in, and we can do oh, clips we when Tom? we come back. Yeah. Right. Let's go with Tom. I can't... I don't see anything. Hit Tom. Tom, thank you so much for calling the Liberty Hour. How are you, buddy? Hi, thanks for your show. I wanted to tie in what you were saying about Father's Day, and then you brought up the Sunday morning shows. And uh, just my realization, uh, I was working full-time. Our first daughter was born a little over 21 years ago. And uh, I turned those Sunday morning shows off, never turned them back on. And then that was probably about 15 years before I turned off the cable shows, never to, to turn them back on. So I want to thank you and all the other people in your business <laughs> that listen and watch so that I don't have to. You know what I, you know what I noticed, though, Tom, and, and, and I know why you turned it off. I get it. But I have to tell you something. What they're preaching, the, 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 the ideology of this phony baloney political system they want to implement is they're teaching how a father a good father takes care of his family you want to know something you know where socialism lives in america it should only live in your house you the daddy goes and makes the money you give it to your family they take it for what they need it and that's the end of it it's got one earner and it's got how many other kids you produce and your wife and yada 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 that's socialism what the 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 political democrat has tried to do is take that system that they don't want to use in their own house by the way they're all stiff in their kids the majority of these guys and they want to spread it throughout the country and be the big daddy the father knows best i find it very upsetting especially on these holidays this is the liberty hour we'll be back after this 312-642-5600 break down the politics smoke out the spin this is the liberty hour Here's your host, Sean Thompson, on AM560, The Answer. It's going to be a long two years, kid. Three years. 
I mean, how long is the election? I don't well, know. Ask Nancy. Well, She's looking for about four months. It's just I, it, it, 24 communists all vying to see which one is more special. Oh, that. Yeah. And then they go for Camilla Harris. I mean, this. Is it, it Kamala Harris? Whatever. It doesn't matter. Because the idea. It's a Camilla oh, Harris and Kamala when, Parker. Bush. When I hear her name, I just think of Willie Brown. And him admitting that they dated so they would appoint her. There's a strong association. It's insanity. Women strong, hear me roar. Yeah, you were roaring, okay, toots. I'll tell you what. So if we're going to do it, let's do it with the biggest hypocrite we can. And you know what else I love about the whole thing? Is um, I love the fact that they realize Trump has stolen the Democrat, working Democrat, union Democrat base. He stole it. And now well, they, they sort ha- of gave it away. They really. have to vie for it back. They have to fight for it back. But then some of them are trying to impeach him. And you're seeing that numb its way to where more people are like, okay, just do it. Because what people do is they hear misinformation and it just becomes a talking point. It just becomes normal. And that almost happened to me with this Stephanopoulos thing. Yeah. Because when I would hear the preview for Stephanopoulos, all you would hear is Trump say, well, I'd look at the information. They literally edited it from when he, George asked the question right. to Trump's true response. Yeah. And am I wrong, McBeth? I had you look for it. Yeah, you had it, a little trouble finding it. Yeah, but, for uh, me, it was an effort. It, it, it did take me a little bit, and that's saying something. Mm-hmm. Um, but I did find it. I cut a few pieces for you. I like the truth. You know, I'm actually a very honest guy. If I thought they were correct, I wouldn't be complaining at all. I understand that. It's like the witch hunt that goes on. It's a little warm up for you. See, but what's hard for what I like about him, and there are things I like about him. He speaks the way we would speak, and I get what he's trying to say. The pseudo-intellectual who has conned himself. He's the political descendant of Jesse Ventura. He really is. It is is the same thing. People wanted the guy who was like, and, and didn't, you know, didn't parse words, didn't, you know, he just said whatever was on his mind. People found it refreshing. Will they still find it refreshing in a year and a half? Yeah, we don't know. But what, you, what, what he's telling George is, look, if I did this, if I did what you're accusing me of. And because they are talking about hypothetical. They're talking about hypothetically. I'd shut up now because I don't have to say anything. Yeah. Your, your Mueller, after $35 million, came out and said, there's not enough evidence to move forward. So if I did it like a crook... I would just go to the car and you'd leave, and you never again. never talk about it again. Right. But I feel so wronged that I'm going to keep hitting you in the shin because you showed me it's a weak spot now. And he stays at it. Your son, Don Jr., is up before the Senate Intelligence Committee today. And again, he was not charged with anything. In retrospect, though, By the way, think- not only wasn't he charged, if you read it, with all of the horrible fake news, I mean, I was reading that my son was going to go to jail. This is a good young man, that he was going to go to jail. Now, yeah. what they what they did to him is what they successfully did to the to the guy he originally appointed their general. I forget his name escapes me. Oh, uh, you know, him? Flynn, Flynn, General Flynn. They went after his kid. And that's how they broke Flynn, because, number one, he wasn't loaded to the gills. He couldn't fight the onslaught of constant persecution. Because I got news for you, baby. If a lawyer is in Washington, that's 600 an hour minimum. Yeah. You know, and you know how these lawyers, these yeah. slip and fall scumbags, billion—they don't actually work for an hour to bill you an it, hour. It's per guy. Oh, it's and there's insane. always four or five guys. Exactly. So I mean, they ran that poor guy. They, they they bankrupted him shortly. So he had an answer for that one. All right. What about the next? The report comes out. 
And they didn't even say they, they hardly even talked about it. Should he have gone to the FBI when he got that email? Okay, let's put yourself in a position. You're a congressman. Somebody comes up and says, hey, I have information on your opponent. Do you call the FBI? I don't it's think. Coming from I'll Russia, tell you what. You do. I've seen a lot of things over my life. I don't think in my whole life I've ever called the FBI. In my whole life. I don't, you don't call the FBI. You throw somebody out of your office. You do whatever Al you Al Gore got a stolen briefing book. He called the FBI. Well, that's different. A stolen briefing book. This, isn't a sto- this is somebody that said, we have information on your opponent. Oh, let me call the FBI. Give me a break. Life doesn't the work FBI that The FBI director says that's what should happen. The FBI director is wrong. He's now, absolutely right. Can I say how much I love the fact that he framed it? Now, let's say you're a congressman. I love that because too. he knows this happens all the time. Well, so he's not going to say, let's say you're running for president. That's a much higher the standard, at least in people's minds. It's not a higher standard legally. I would have done senator. And I'll tell you. Yes, why. I agree. In the 80s with Ted Kennedy. Do you remember? That's the cold yeah. fracking war. He wants to beat Reagan in his second term. Yep. He goes to, I, I think it was, was it the guy with the birthmark or was it the drunk Yeltsin? It was. Uh, no, no, it was. It was before Yeltsin. It was, was it uh, before Yeltsin. Yeah. I don't want to, one of yeah, the Reagan's fungible the Democrats. It was, let's call him Bernie it was Sanders. Gorbachev. Brezhnev was dead. So yeah, it was Gorbachev. All right, so let's call it Bernie Sanders. He goes to Bernie Sanders. Bernie and Sanders, who looks like a coy. Oh, no, he was there on his honeymoon during the Cold War. That's perfectly legit, too. Different. Like Oswald. Oh, is it Clinton? Anyway, oh, no, he was studying. Yeah. He goes to him and he says, look, I, I want you to help me <laughs> bring down Reagan for the second term. Well, it's like a pattern developing. And you know that this is going on. And yeah. he's the lion of the Senate. It's yeah. You can't write this stuff up. Well, You've got Nancy Pelosi collaborating with, with Russia when Bush was president. And that point, I mean, it wasn't that the media wouldn't go after him because he was a Democrat. At that point, it was the media wouldn't go after him because he was a Kennedy. Exactly. They were very, very uh, hard-pressed. To, to, you'd be hard-pressed to find any sort of negative um, press um, on any regular basis on a Kennedy at that point. But to we, my, they were desperate to save something of that legacy. Because you know why this is happening, Macbeth? I'm going to say it to the end. They can't go after him on his subsidies to farmers. They can't go after him on his demand for low interest rates right. and quantitative easing and special carve-outs to companies. They can't go near him for his protectionism, where you keep off competition, you pay off union labor uh, uh, companies. Because right. they love it. Yeah, that's what they're in for. Their infrastructure. What do you want to do, a trillion? I'll do two trillion. Yeah. It's it, it, he's taken their thunder. So now they have to come up with this nonsense. And what they're doing is they're moving more and more to where you're elevating scumbags and scoundrels and dimwits. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And the, the American, the, the worker is going to some will buy it because they're covetous. Oh, most. Right. Because the, the American person is a covetous, you know, jealous, self-loathing, self-serving. Yeah. yeah. Look at Illinois. Now, there's good and bad to that, but but yeah, when it comes to politics, the self-serving nature is The Illinois, good. like, and, and see, here's my problem with it. You got to be careful, because if this is where we have to defeat it. Because yeah. if you lose it here, brother, the whole country is going to become Illinois, where Republicans and Democrats are cheering about targeting high earners or earners yeah. and taxing people into oblivion for the greater good. And they won't be around when it crashes. Oh, no. They, they, listen, the... the the beauty about Illinois being the, the, the socialist despot third world country that it is, is you can leave it. Yeah. You can't leave when this stuff spreads. Well, for now, you don't need papers to go state to state. But for now. Eventually. Although, do I, I, I got to tell you something. I, uh, my daughter's 18, right? Yeah. So, you know me, I own a cigar store. I smoke cigars. That's sure. what I do. So my daughter, unbeknownst to me a few, few months ago, she, uh, I see her with the jewel thing. I'm like, what are you doing? 
She goes, well, I, I, I was going through finals and I smoked the jewel. You know, she said, come on, Dad, you smoke cigars. This is the jewel. So I said, I'd rather I, have them drinking Mountain Dew. I don't want you to do it, yada, yada, yada. Yeah. Okay. But, you know, she knows that I'm the weak link in the, in the parental. So yeah. she texts me, hey, Dad, go buy a jewel for me. <laughs> I stop at a gas station. This is tonight. Do you you should have gone I'm, to Jewel and gotten her some apples. I'm 50 years old. Do you know what they did? They Carded? scanned. They scanned, they scanned my driver's license. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. Because that's what we've come to. So when you say they don't take papers well, to go state to state, give it three months, you, brother. Are you saying that you would you trust somebody who's working that job to actually look and be able to read a date? The lady said, I got a directive. I have to do this. And subtract 18 or this 21 This isn't about or checking my age. This is about scanning my license right. to give it to the state for information that I'm yeah. buying jewelry. Who knows? This is what has happened. All right. Back to Stephanopoulos. I get your favorite clip. All right. Go it's back to you, Stephanopoulos. That's when you really want it. Russia, if China, if someone else offers you information on an opponent, should they accept it or should they call the FBI? I think maybe you do both. I think you might want to listen. I don't, there's nothing wrong with listening. If somebody called from a country, Norway, we have information on your opponent. Oh, I think I'd want to hear it. You want that kind of interference in our elections? It's not an interference. They have information. I think I'd take it. If I thought there was something wrong, I'd go maybe to the FBI. If I thought there was something wrong. I think maybe you do both. That has been left out of every promo, of every news lead-in. Yep. That's the very first thing he said. I think maybe you do both. I think maybe you do both. But you listen to it. And that is the answer that, of course, we're human beings. You, you might do both. But if somebody comes to you and says you're, you're wrapped in this political fight, you're spending time and effort, and they say to you in the essence of how they tried to entrap Don Jr., I have information. Of course you're going to look at it. I'm going to call the FBI. It's, 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 that's why he's going to win with the people, even though he loses with the elites. He's going to end up winning in 2020. And it's because they can't figure out how to argue on the point of principle, because they have none. Neither party. I'm Sean Thompson. This is the Liberty Hour. We'll be back. 312-642-5600. I don't know what we're yelling about! Now, back to the Liberty Hour. Call Sean now at 312-642-5600. This is the Liberty Hour. Yes, I see the poll on Drudge. Everyone sent me to think, did you see Bernie's up by nine? Bernie's up by nine on a Fox News poll, and it's like a big news. They didn't even bring out the wives yet. Can you imagine when Bernie carts out that dump truck? She looks like you with a wig on. She could scare a buzzard off a motorcycle accident. And people are going to say, yeah, I want her as a first lady. I mean, you're, you're almost, ha- you're, at least uh, Pete Buttigieg's wife is thin. You know what I mean? If you're going to have ugly first women, might as well make it a fella. All right, let's go to Verlon. Verlon, thanks for calling the show. How are you, handsome? Uh, how you doing, beautiful? Happy holiday, I mean, happy Father's Day, which is a holiday for us guys. We yeah. don't get many. We give on all the rest of the holidays. So, Plus uh, single moms who be, feel like commandeering it, but yes. Yeah, be proud me. and be happy. You um, you put a product out here that's going to benefit the world. Oh. So I want to talk about, out of the three choices that you gave, I want to talk about Biden's lies. AOC couldn't keep my attention this morning on the talk show, so I fell asleep. Biden but looks Biden sick to me, dude. Biden looks sick to me. I, I, I got, I got a half a twenty. Says he pulls out. I don't think he's going to go to the finish line. He looks terrible. Uh, it's all ego. Shaky. Ego is something to 
Ego is something to behold. He'll he'll stick it out. Maybe he'll it'll do like a Ginsburg thing where you know, like the, the you know, have you seen her in the last six months? She's a weekend at Bernie. She's propped up on a balcony. Maybe they'll do that with Biden. And they're keeping her frozen like uh, Captain America, so buddy, she can fight later. Come on, if she's alive, I'm Superman. Go ahead, Verline. What did you want? Okay, Biden's uh, Biden's lies is what I want to talk about. He said that their administration, him and Obama's administration, was scandal free. <laughs> which is a total lie. About t- you want to talk about scandals, the targeting of Americans uh, by the IRS wouldn't let them open up their non-profits because they felt that they were against Obama. How about the, the five terrorists, um, the bargain, the trade for bird dog, and all five of them went back to the, ba- the battlefield to do more terror. How about... Fast and Furious, which was another scandal. This is How like women in Tom Selleck's life. There's too many to mention. Yeah. Everything he did was... A, are you kidding me? How about Resco before only he ever thing, got in? The only thing they all had in common was they loved that Do mustache. you know about the Tony Resco thing? Do you really yeah. know about it? Yeah. How he bought him the land? Yeah. How he had to self-finance the mortgage because he couldn't get it? His credit rating was in the dumper? Right. You know about all that, right? Yeah. And this is before the guy got elected. And and really, the purpose was just to cut it in half and put it between their houses so it couldn't be sold and nothing could be built there. I'll tell you, Verlon, what I think it's is going to happen. How's this for speculation radio? You like speculation radio? So Biden... Yeah. As your producer, I'm not a huge fan of it, but I let's like go. It. Let's do it. I say Biden has another one of those twitchy syndromes where he passes out. They, you know, they, they say he's got a, a mind problem, which we nobody would be hard to believe. And all of a sudden, the first lady of uselessness steps in. You got it, baby. I say she jumps in. I give it five months. The the bobblehead? Michelle Obama oh, jumps okay. in. I thought you were talking about oh, oh, no. yeah. How's that for speculation radio? Because as I watch it every could, news well, thing. Okay. Yeah? We can take a cue from the uh, from the Stroger <clears throat> debacle. So Stroger won Stroger won oh, uh, the yeah. primary against Force Claypool, I think it was. Okay. And then it was for the uh, Cook County chairmanship. Sure. Another guy will work it out in a force. And then he had a stroke. Or he had a stroke just before the primary or whatever. They left him on the ballot. They said, yeah, yeah, he'll be fine. He'll be fine. He'll be fine. Mm-hmm. After the primaries won, oh, by the way, he's not fine, but we're going to put his son in instead. Yeah, that worked out great. And, hey, and, dummy, playing Nintendo. What are you doing? But that, but that was the step they took, as uh, opposed to saying, oh, well, Claypool could do this now, because yeah. he, he would have he won if people would have known Stroger was completely incapacitated. Here's a woman that has done nothing in her life. Nothing. Zero. I wouldn't say nothing. What are you talking about? She had a ghost job at Children's. In fact, it was such a phony baloney job. After she left it, they just eliminated Uh, it. Excuse me. She has been a fashionista. Oh, sure she is. She has been a mother, as Bill Burr points out, the hardest job in the world. Oh, here we go. Yeah, putting DVDs in your pajamas. Okay, you've seen the bit. (laughs) (laughs) Are you kidding me? Yeah, there's nothing. I I don't have anything against her, but there's nothing to suggest that she would be a good public service. I blame like, the first real scarecrow as a first lady that Eleanor the Delano Roosevelt. Sir? What are you, you're the first lady? What are you good at? It's like me asking my plumber's wife, how do you think I should redo my basement toilet? Right. You don't know anything about why he's here. Well, and dummy. we've already had a female president because Woodrow Wilson's wife was essentially the president for like two years. Yeah. He was he was stroked out yeah. in a bed. I and, thought you were gonna say old she man. Would Bush. Go in. Go ahead. Eh, not well. <laughs> no, I'm not talking about no, never mind. Mm-hmm. I won't use that word. But All right. Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, he was stroked out in the bed and she would go in and she would get his, uh, quote unquote decisions and his information and come out and, uh, surprisingly when she was doing that, his decisions were completely different than when he was doing it. And to Verlon's point about lying, you think the American people want the truth? Verlon, you think they want the truth? Hey, you're bankrupt. 
Hey, the whole thing you've been doing is a scam. <laughs> the whole country doesn't exist if we don't keep funneling funny money to a few core people. You really want the truth? Every program you think you need and you love, it's bankrupt. It doesn't exist. It's a lie. You think people, old people right now want to know that Social Security never existed and it's a fraud Ponzi scheme that your grandson is paying for you to sit down and, and watch Maury Povich? You think that's what they really want to know? They don't want the no. truth. That's what this whole no. political body is. It's give me the best used car salesman. Who's going to fit into Burt Wyman better? That's going to be the next president. That's why Trump's there. You can't look at this guy and see he's a con man. Come on, brother. I'll talk to you later. Thanks for calling the show. I appreciate it. American people want the truth. That'll be the day. Well, system's a scam. Give us a call if you care to participate. 312-642-5600. listening to the liberty hour with sean thompson get on the line with sean by calling 312-642-5600 remember the picture of bring back your girls with the boo-boo face i can't either she had the boo-boo face on so we're we're talking like somebody took her bicycle yeah we're talking about michelle obama during the break and uh, we we're talking about whether she was at because Mike's on the line. Yeah, he, I'm about to get. He's corrected. pointing out a- accurately that yeah. uh, you were wrong about which hospital well, she worked at. And I said that yes, you remember to bring back my girls. She said, Yeah, yeah. Whatever happened to them? I said, I don't know. ISIS <laughs> yeah. brides. They, yeah. they were no longer in the uh, news sold cycle. To the Somali pirates. Yeah, they weren't useful <laughs> anymore. Screw them. Poor I mean, thing. Uh, uh, flavor of the month. Yeah, People want nobody. the truth. Mike, yeah. thanks for calling the Liberty Hour. How are you, handsome? Hey, how you doing? Happy Father's Day to both of you. Thank you. You too. Thanks, Mike. Hey, I just wanted to say she used to work at the University of Chicago Hospital and get this. Her job was to redirect poor blacks away from that hospital to Jackson Park Hospital because the rich liberals of Hyde Park didn't want to be surrounded by poor people. Jackson Park's the one down on Stony, right? What did she do at Lurie's, though? Didn't she do something there, Mike? No, she didn't do at Lurie's. I could have sworn. She might have showed up at election time and say, look at me, everybody fought all over me. Well, I have always said there was a fundraising project. There's a Democrat thing with this, Lurie's. That's remember how they got Blagojevich. Yeah. There's there's a little collusion, as the Democrats would say, in my opinion. Ooh, the c word. Yeah, collusion. Yeah. Go but ahead, Mike. I'll I tell you the best story about Barack Obama was 15 years ago over the summer. His daughter and my daughter were on different teams in the same youth soccer league over at UIC. Okay. And it was all people living around downtown and Mexican immigrants. And he didn't want to put his kids in a soccer league with the south side, so he brought him up by downtown. And he kept walking on the field. And the ref kept yelling at him, throwing him off. People were yelling at him. Then he's standing by the sideline, and the ball comes by, and a little three-year-old girl is running for it. He jumps in front of her and kicks it away from her. Well, (laughs) everyone's yelling at him. Everybody's yelling at him. So the idiot thinks he's going to be safe. He walks over by me. I lit into him and said words to him you can't say on the radio. Really? But suffice to say... But suffice to say, I pointed to the nearest streetlight. I said, you see that? I installed that. And if you go on that field again, I'm going to hang you upside down by your ankles. See that? You know, Mike, if you'd have played that differently, you'd have got yourself an investment banker job, dummy. Dummy, if you'd have played that a little differently and been nice, you may have a concrete company. I just wasn't sure where he was. uh, You were not thinking wisely. Going after the word hang. Um, When was that, Mike? This year? That was 15, 15 oh, years 15 ago. Year, it okay. was the summer. Little kids. It was the, yeah, 
It was the summer that he was running for the U.S. Senate before he had the entourage. It was between the primary and the general election. Before Alan Keyes showed up to save the day. A friend of of mine's an attorney and actually knew him. He's he's like, you know what, Sean? He's actually a really, you know, he, he, he knew him. He's like, he's a nice guy. He goes, there's no way he's going to win. This is when he was running. Because I was reading up on this guy. And it was obvious very early on when he was in oh, college he was that he was a Marxist. Yeah. But it was very obvious. Well, he, was he, was, he was the AOC of his time. And I couldn't believe that he was you know, going to get national, pick up national ground. And I'm talking over my friend. And my buddy's like, listen, he's a really nice guy. He goes, first of all, if he was in here, you'd really like him. He's a very personable, very nice guy. He goes, number two, I don't think he's going to win. I'm like, what do you mean he's got all this steam? He goes, well, when you ask him about the issues, he doesn't know anything. He's a dimwit. And I'm like, well, maybe that'll be our out card. But what does history show you, Mike? The dumber you are and the more likable you are, the quicker you're the president. That's what we're really combating here. Nobody cares about the real issues. And if well, there they really did, is something Mike, to that, isn't there? Of course there is. If they did, would we have the last five presidents? Think about what we're talking about. There, do you remember, and I know you do, Mike, because you watched politics your whole life. You remember the specificity, and I didn't like him, that Richard Nixon had to get into about policy. You remember how he would dissect and talk about policy and the bureaucracy and how to keep it efficient? Yep. I mean, he was the king of that. Because he knew he would be mischaracterized. Everybody else has been adult looking for a soundbite. But Reagan, you remember Reagan? He Ford, could be... yeah, go ahead. Ford, Carter, Clinton, they're all looking for a soundbite. I think we should change the law after a term. If you don't like a politician, you could go after him. You could... You, you, you call him out on the street. Oh, oh. You call him out on the street for a fistfight. <laughs> uh, yeah. You know, forget oh, about yeah, these yeah, no, and these armed guards. No, what you need to do what is you, give politicians a constitution bring, test. Mike wants to bring back the gentlemanly art of dueling. Yeah, I challenge Maybe not you with swords to a duel, pistols, my young man. Come on. Yeah. You think Mitch McConnell's going to show up? Well, all you're doing with that is going back to the 80s when you could have a fight with somebody you and if you beat him up. punch Mitch McConnell from across the street. His head's like jack in a box. They would take the beating. Yeah, but they didn't need to pull a gun or a knife. If they, you had to give a constitution test to a politician and he had to pass it, you remember the eighth grade constitution test you had to pass to get to high school? Yeah, civics class. I am going to yeah. tell you something. That would, number one, solve all your problems. And number two, we'd have to have a, an emergency election for 80% of the politicians. Can I tell you a funny story? Uh-huh. That my civics test in eighth grade, I got one question wrong and I knew I was getting it wrong. But was I, it wait? I, I got it wrong. Yeah, Go ahead. I, I lied. <laughs> I said I was under 200. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, I uh, I got one question wrong, and I got it wrong intentionally, because I knew the answer they wanted. But the, the question was, the, the, the ability to interpret the Constitution as a living document is one of its A, strengths, B, weaknesses, or C... Doesn't exist. Yeah, none of the above. I put weaknesses. Oh. Of course it's a weakness. Yeah. Yeah, let, let's keep just nulling the, uh, the Mike, original intent I let, of the Constitution. Before go I let ahead, you go, I, before I let you go, did you see... The scoundrel that he is with the lobbyist brothers. What's his name? Durkin. Did you see him on Flannery fired up? Did you watch it? No, I don't. I, I don't watch that oh. because I, I don't trust. Listen, I don't trust Mike Flannery because back when they were building the nine one one center, yeah. his wife had a subcontract. Oh, that's just doing business. It's like uh, Andy Shaw, the pencil neck geek. His daughter worked for Obama. It's just sickening, isn't it? All right, Mike. Thanks for calling the show. I appreciate. The Liberty Hour at 312-642-5600. we got one more segment. If you want to get on the line, call Lazy. I do appreciate that about Sean, and I love him for it.
This is the Liberty Hour. Here's your host, Sean Thompson, on AM560, The Answer. It's true, Macbeth. I have a labor deficit with my landscape. Labor deficit at home. Huh? I give him a little dirty money, and he doesn't. <laughs> he makes it so my wife doesn't have to yell at me about clippings on the sidewalk. Yeah, we were just talking about how different our wives' standards are for yeah. yard work. It's great. It's yeah. great. And I, you know, and, and here's the thing. I think I, I think the reason that I, um, you know, so argue for liberty and freedom isn't just because I, you know, I love it. I love the system. I can witness reality versus nonsense. But it's that you're so forced. To be that socialist they're preaching in your own house, it drives me crazy, Macbeth. I can't take it. They're always asking you, how much did you make? Where's the money? Insurance premiums, tuition, landscapers. It's just too much to take. Where'd the dog go? I'd be driving a Bentley if I wasn't married. What's, damn it. What's that dinner damn made profed, of? tooling around in his German car. Jerk. Yeah. Very hard he, to tell. He will bemoan the fact that they didn't have a V8 available for that Model 2. He has to settle for a supercharged I'm going to bang his head off of something at the cigar store. He brags about his smart single life. I got a kid going to college. You realize how much money it is Dude, for nothing? Dan Prof did not make you have children. Oh, I know. Dan Stupid Prof. heterosexuality. Dan look Prof at, did not apply your child to, uh, yeah. what was it? Uh, look at Buttigieg. He doubled his Where'd she his get wardrobe. in Stanford? What, 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 uh, where's your kid say she wanted to go? You know, these guys Nebraska? Got, Nebraska. Yeah. Nebraska. These guys got a lot of nerve complaints. It's an complaining. expensive stool. That, 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 wasn't, uh, that wasn't Prof. But the homosexuals have a lot of nerve complaining. You double your wardrobe. You get in an argument with him. You can punch him in the face. What the hell are you saying? There's so many upsides. What are to you it. talking about? Talking about the just the aggravation of being heterosexual and the costs that go along with it. I have no aggravation uh, from being heterosexual, but damn uh, it! And you know I, I've got I a hell think, of a drive too. I think some therapy may help you work that out, buddy. Yeah. Happy Father's Day. All yeah. the scumbags out there that tried to hit on their sister-in-law. They don't pay their May- children. Maybe you need to go support. to uh, Utah to that uh, conversion therapy place. It's just Turn your back straight. I just need a time machine. <laughs> I need a time machine and a car door. Call that Solve McFly all my kid. problems. Get his ass over Why here. is that guy slamming <laughs> his genitals in a car door? He must have oh, a time machine. right. You just got dumped. Why? Congratulations. You no, you certainly cannot. Come on. It's very progressive. We've got... All you kinds could say, of why is that guy for president. slamming himself into a car oh, door? Right. Or you could say slamming his leg. It's an old man with a time machine, kid. Say slamming his groin in a car door, sure. but you can't use the G word. Sure. So listen, when it all, <laughs> you, you realize we're going to lose, right? Eventually. Yeah. In our lifetime, we're going to have one of these communists. They're going to slip in. Yeah, I know. How you want to do it? You want to do rent wave runners like in Key West? What are you thinking? Oh, I'd, only I'm if not it's tolerating like, uh, this. If, only if it's like Waterworld. If I'm going to be a socialist, I tell you all the time, I'm going to do it with a tan. I'm going to bring back the red Speedo, yeah. prancing around, embarrassing people. Look at that guy over maybe, there. Uh, what, what's this, what was the Scientology guy? L. Ron Hubbard. Maybe, oh. <laughs> maybe he had the right idea. You <laughs> get a big boat. A you get a big boat. You go out to international waters like uh, like pirate radio. Go, well, it's, it's, you got a co-op. You'll have your own little communist uh, and regime. And then we live boat. in Illinois, so you know my family stays here. And then the gas taxes and the internet taxes and the increase yeah. of money. You know, all to save the middle class. How you destroy the middle class yeah. fatso. You want to entertain yourself? You want a little a moment of reprieve from hey, this I've nightmare? Been 20 years, I got two kids. Gonna, All I know how to do is entertain myself. We're now going to tax your enjoyment. Oh, it's so ridiculous. I'm going to let that go. I'll tell, you, I'll tell you what. And then the idea, this guy, did you see what he did with raise the smoking age to 21? Tax yeah. the cigarettes a dollar a pack. Right. I'm getting health tips from a five foot four, 350 pound punchline. Yeah. Punchline. 
That every time he's in the mood, his wife is figuring out, hoping for a stroke or a heart attack. And he's giving me health tips? You don't think she just has a room with a narrow doorway where what. she can hide? I don't know what the divorce settlement's going to be, but she earned every penny. She'll you get, see that guy coming at you in the, the mood? Toilets. My word. Another advertisement for Budigig and the new first lady. I'll tell you what, kid. These are tumultuous, interesting times we live in. All right, how much time we got? You're fired. Music starts in five seconds, and then you got another 30. I wish we had another Trump clip. I can't get enough of his cadence. Oh, fill it. I just love, I do love when he just tells him, you know, he called George a little creep or something. He being a little squirrely. He was acting like a little creeper. The benefits. Uh, Might as well laugh. He is a little creep. Because pretty soon we're going to cry. You start getting the truth. off the stool. Yeah. Then we'll get, get, Verlon wants the truth. Yeah, sure you do, Nancy. (laughs) Sure you do. You don't want the truth. You can't handle the truth. It's the Liberty Hour. We'll be back next Sunday, 8 to 9. I don't know. I'll be out of town. What country do you come from, sir? Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.